Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Welcome back, Savvy Souls. Today I want to share a concept that I think really underlies what is behind really good decisions that serve us and what's missing when we're making decisions that don't serve us. So if I were to sit down with you for a little chat right now and ask you, what's been holding you back from doing something that you would love to be experiencing in your life right now? What is it that is preventing you from doing this thing? What comes up for you? And if I were to have a hundred different chats with a hundred different people, I think the vast majority of them would come up with reasons like this. They would tell me, I don't have the money right now. I don't have enough money saved up. I've got financial responsibilities. I need to save more. I've got responsibilities to my kids or my spouse or my family. I don't really like change. I don't love to try new things. I don't have the education or training I need. Um, I've already invested so much in getting to where I am now. I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose my professional status. I think I'd hear a lot of reasons like that. But behind all of those reasons that seems so good and so valid and so practical and reasonable behind that they're rooted in two kinds of doubts about ourselves and they're these two things doubting what you want matters that what you want is important and then the second one is doubting that you can be successful doing what you want So if that kind of rings true for you, I'm going to help you reframe your thinking today with this concept I have, which I'm calling expansive wholeness. So imagine that there's a you in the middle of everything and you are whole and perfect and unique on the planet. Everything about you is perfect your ADHD brain, your snorting laugh, your shyness, the fact that you get very excited easily, your tendency to speak in multisyllabic sentences that nobody understands, your obsession with a particular species of fungi, your desire to leave parties at 9 p.m., or at five in the morning, your unusual sense of humor, like every single thing about you that you deem as good or bad is in fact perfect and meant to be there. And then outside of you, there are ideas 
that are meant to come through you, big and small ideas. Elizabeth uh, Gilbert has this book, Big Magic, and I love it, this concept in it. It's, she imagines that there are these great ideas, big and small, that roam the planet and they kind of gallop across the planet and they might leap across you. And when they reach you, they're yours to have if you take them. But if you don't take them, they'll gallop on to the next person and go with them instead. And when you, when these ideas hit, you feel a sense of lightness and possibility. And then you stop yourself because the doubts creep in. But when those kind of ideas hit, there's a sense of lightness and knowingness and peace. So the truth is you're a spiritual being on the planet having a human existence and you're perfect as you are and your life has meaning and you might be resisting that. But for the moment, just pretend that those are actually truth. Those are truths you can believe. What I want to share with you is when you operate from a place of inner knowingness of who you are and your essential okayness in the world, that's how you make great decisions. That's what I'm calling a sense of expansive wholeness. When you don't come from this place, you make decisions that don't serve you. When you don't trust yourself, you make decisions that are not in your favor. You look to others to fuel you up. So I want for a moment for you to imagine you're like a brilliant ball of light moving through time and space. This big radiant ball of light. And as that ball takes on more light, it expands your sphere of influence increases and that ball stretches towards the future and it shines a light on the past. It recasts the past. And as it gets bigger, it has more momentum and more impact on the world. So why am I giving you these, what might feel like strange images or not? But why, why am I doing that? Because the subconscious part of you speaks without language. The higher, your higher self doesn't use language. That part of you speaks in pictures and metaphors. So we can't address everything with our thinking mind. We can address some of it, but we can't address, address all of it. If we really want to get down to our subconscious patterning, we want to reach up to our highest self, it's also so useful to start exploring with symbols and metaphors and images to really um, get to where we're wanting to go. So one way to start to create a sense of expansive wholeness in who you are so that you can start making better decisions that serve you is to meditate with this 
image of you as this bright light every day and to as you're meditating to notice the feeling in your body and to notice what's come up to try to get your thinking mind out of the way and just concentrate on that image and now let's also talk about the conceptual part of your brain the part of your brain that wants to organize things into more kind of logical sequences how how can we describe this sense of expansive wholeness from that perspective so i think there are five aspects of having that sense of expansive wholeness that will drive you to make better decisions for yourself so it starts with believing that what you want matters so last week I hope you listened to this. It was such a good episode. I did my interview with Tom Ashburn. He was the wildly successful banking executive who became a famous sculptor and has received international fame. And he had all kinds of interesting thoughts about how he was successful, both as an executive and now as an artist. But I thought that the one thing he said with the most impact and the most important in this concept that I'm teaching here today is he said, it's all about you. At the end of the day, you have to believe it's all about you and it's okay for it to be all about you. That's the framework you need in your mind to start making decisions that serve you. So, I remember when I was in a very unhappy relationship and the man I was with at the time used to say to me every once in a while, oh, Heather, it's just all about you. And I thought that was the worst insult ever. And so I tried to make everything not about me at all. And the thing is, it didn't work. And I'm sure you can understand why it didn't work because how we show up when we're making it not about us and always making it about the other person is it never works because we silence our voice and we hide ourselves. We hide important parts of ourselves. We don't want to be selfish. And so we make it about other people and we end up feeling resentful. And then we don't show up in the best way. And so, so often we think that to be good, we want to be good people. We think being good is making what we do be about other people. But when we make things about other people and we make it at the expense of what's good and pure and beautiful in us, not only do we start feeling resentful, and showing up in ways we don't like, but we don't use all our gifts, all of our unique gifts that are available to us to create in the world. So that's the first piece of expansive wholeness, which is starting with the belief that what you want matters. The second building block is to go back to the knowing that you are enough. 
really embracing this sense that you are enough and perfect exactly as you are. I can tell you that I believe that every single human being on the planet struggles with this uh, sense of not being enough in some way. The only people I know who don't struggle with this are literally psychopaths. The rest of us really worry, are we enough? Are we, are we doing it right? Um, are other people liking us or loving us enough? And almost every client that I work with, you know, drops their head in shame at some point and confides in some way about how they feel that they're not good enough, that they're not worthy, they're not deserving, they're, they're not entitled to the dreams that they want to have and what they want to create. And, you know, it's just part of having a human brain that we all do that. Even famous people, thing, people that have accomplished the most amazing things in the world, like take a Beyonce, right? She has all kinds of self-doubts and insecurities. So that's the second component is enoughness. The first is just believing that what you want matters and allowing yourself to be at the center. And the second is enoughness. The third component is learning how to trust your internal wisdom. So every one of us carries enormous wisdom in our bodies. And it's really interesting. There's so many, there's so much research about this and different ways this has been tested. But I think we can also have a knowing inside of us of, of, of this truth. Our bodies hold wisdom. We are not just brains being carried around by our bodies. All of our cells have an intelligence to them. There's uh, this interesting group called the Heart Math Institute, I believe, and they study the intelligence of the human heart, but even all our cells have separate intelligence. And we carry this intelligence in our bodies and we have a knowing inside of us that we can learn how to read our bodies when we're making decisions and know if it's aligned with our deepest truths. It's a skill that we can learn and can be taught to anybody. So that's the internal wisdom piece. And then the fourth component of expansive wholeness is what I would call external wisdom. This is the wisdom that is around us in non-languaged form that we can absorb by becoming fully present in the moment. I think the most common experience that we have with external wisdom that many of you will be able to relate to is the feeling we get going out in nature and being fully present, looking up at the stars at night and feeling 
that awe, looking at the beauty of a flower, breathing in the smell of lilacs. And when we go outside in nature and we're fully present, we start to absorb a resonance around us. We start to pay attention. We can discover information by paying attention to signs and synchronicities and things that show up. So there is an external wisdom that when we open ourselves to it, helps us expand our sense of wholeness and our trust and knowingness that what we want is really so important. And the final piece of expansive wholeness is celebration. So it's so easy for us to spend so much time criticizing ourselves and looking at what we need to fix, what we need to get better at, instead of celebrating our strengths and our accomplishments. And in particular, not just the big things, not just the measurable milestones, but the small things every day are small achievements that help us uh, move forward, help us become more of who we want to become, help us create what we want. And we do that one small step at a time in small and big ways. So just to recap, this concept of expansive wholeness has five things five skill areas, five focus areas to work on to develop that deep sense of expansive wholeness that will allow you to naturally make decisions that serve you. One is accepting this concept that you are at the center and that's okay. The second one is the sense of enoughness, knowing that you are enough and perfect exactly who as you are in all your uniqueness with all the things that are weird or strange or different about you the things you're ashamed of and the things you're proud of all of those are part of your enough enoughness and your essential uniqueness the third was trusting in your internal wisdom which you can find in your body and learning how to read and trust and rely on your embodied wisdom. The fourth is discovering how to read and discover the external wisdom around you and allowing that into your sense of self and trusting it. And the final one is learning how to celebrate. These are all things at various times I will touch on in the podcast and teach you in more detail. What I want you to take away today is just stepping into this understanding of you as a magical being in the present moment. When you really step into the full expansive wholeness of who you are, you will naturally start making better decisions for you. And as you expand your sense of wholeness, you will find that your world expands in what will feel like magical ways. So 
this week, what I'd like you to practice is before you make every decision, I want you to try imagining yourself as this ball of light. Just take three minutes, put your feet on the floor and just scan through your body, relax any tense muscles, areas of tightness or constriction or pain or contracting. Just relax those parts as best you can. And then imagine this ball of light around you, surrounding you, growing bigger around you and feeling your goodness and your uniqueness and your enoughness, letting this light infuse your body. And then when you're filled with this light, ask yourself about the decision you're making and allow an answer to come up. And just try, try following that answer and see what happens. And I would love to know how you experience that. So if you do have an experience or you found it hard, write to me. Let's have a dialogue about it. And I can talk more about this on, in future podcast episodes. So thank you, Savvy Souls. Thank you so much for enjoying me today. I hope you have fun with that uh, imagination as a guide to your decision-making. If you find this whole concept stressful and intimidating and hard to do, that's totally fine. That's perfect too. Leave it alone. I'll have other ideas for you. But take the parts of this episode that resonate with you and you can feel the truth of and sink into those. And if you enjoyed the episode today, I would appreciate it so much if you would share this podcast episode with other people, let people know about the podcast, go in and write a review on iTunes, Apple podcast, if you haven't already. And do anything to get the word out about this podcast. I would so appreciate it. It's a work of love for me. And the more people I can help in some way who might hear an episode and change something and make their life just a little bit better, that would make me so happy and delighted. Have an awesome week and see you next time. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.